everyone, it's me, Sean Caprine. Welcome to episode 108 of We The GamerCast. It's the official podcast of WeTheNerdy.com. It comes to you every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, and mother-loving YouTube. I am rested. That might be coming in a little hot on the audio there. Hang on a second. Let's see. We're We're... Hitting the red line just a little too much, everybody. I'll back it off. I'm really sorry about that. Uh, thank you for listening and for sharing and subscribing on youtube.com slash we the nerdy and on iTunes and all that other good stuff. Thank you guys for everything that you do, especially our brand new set of producers over on patreon.com slash make us better. You guys all make us better. You, you had another episode this week. We're getting bigger, better than ever, liver than ever. Everything is just amazing. And it's all thanks to you guys. Special shout out to our brand new set of producers, our platinum executive producer, Corey Hicks, our gold plat, our gold producer. Goodness gracious. It's going to, it's a new thing, guys. Our gold. Executive producer Sheldon Benedict and all of our executive producers, Nick Militia from Next Level Games, Joel Brooks, James Johnson, Dr. Doom, Jesse Armstrong, Glocko Schaefer, David Ray, Joey Hare, Mike Drummy. My goodness gracious, guys, you are so generous. We had to come up with a whole new way to classify y'all. I always feel I really want to adopt y'all. Like, it's not like I want to get rid of the roots, the paper roots. And just take up the y'alls. I think that's so much better. Because it's it's you, but like the collective you. Anyways, if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. And we talk about video games and so much more. If you want to be part of the show, it's very easy. Just tweet at me. Sean Capri, Sean like Connor Capri. Like the pants, the flood pants, the things that come up just above your the, the bumps of your ankles. Or maybe even higher than that. Guys, I... Spend a lot of the day resting today, actually. Chelsea and I, we um, just kind of like plopped on the couch and we were about to do stuff. And next thing you know, we kind of look at each other with, with heavy eyes. And I fell asleep on a chair and she fell asleep on the couch. And, and Lincoln was just right there. He was, he was happy as a clam. He was eating and we were sleeping. And it was a good afternoon. So now, normally I do this in the morning. Normally this is like done by now, but it's almost dinner time. Chelsea's out. She is grocery shopping we're gonna have some some food for lincoln he's he's eating off of the table he just grabs a whole chunk of meat and shoves it into his face but that sounds real terrible anyways just trying to explain why i'm so excitable right now i hope you guys had a great weekend it's thanksgiving here in canada so i thought that uh i might go ahead and give some some thanks you know i i've talked about before where i adopt american thanksgiving (laughs) Because it's it's the right timing. It's the kickstarting of Christmas. It all makes sense. Like here, like it's the middle of October. It's not even really the middle. Um, doesn't make any sense. However, doesn't hurt to go ahead and uh, do a little reflecting. Give some some thanks. So I wanted to thank Andrew Semichek, who allowed all of this nonsense to happen. He was the one who spotted me out in a. I think it was kind of funny. In some Facebook group. And he allowed me to start writing for We The Nerdy, and he then allowed me to take over We The Gamer Cast and do this crazy format. So I wanted to thank Andrew Semichek. He, of course, uh, allows me to continue doing the show, continue writing for We The Nerdy, and things just have been so amazing ever since him and I crossed paths. So I wanted to thank him. I'm, I'm grateful, obviously, for Bobby Pauls and Toby Thornton, what we were creating with Make Us Better and with the power of everybody who listens, shares, uh, reaches out to our guests everybody who all of you guys who 
make not only me feel like you're listening and that, that you're enjoying this, but when a guest comes on and you reach out to them, I am so, so thankful that, that that's part of all of this magic. So thank you guys for that. Um, I want to thank Corey Hicks for breaking our system. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. And all the patrons over on patreon.com slash make us better. Guys, listening, sharing everything. I'm just so thankful. You're the reason that we do this. You're the reason we continue to push the boundaries. We're live now. This is not live. Well, uh, I'm sorry, not live video. We're live on if we were on Nintendo, but this is video. This is not, was not my comfort zone. I kind of like just having that camera shut off doing this intro, but. You have shown us that you want more, and I am so happy to go ahead and give you more. It it pushes me creati- creatively, and we're continuing to find new ways to make this bigger and better than ever. So thank you guys so much, and I hope that if you even have a little bit of um, if even if you're in America, you have a, take take a moment to to give thanks. It doesn't always have to be Thanksgiving to give thanks. It's nice to be aware of the things that are that we're grateful in our lives, and I am certainly grateful. For Brendan Myers, a chat that is excellent and it's in the can. It's coming to you in just a second. I'm grateful so much to, to Brendan for reaching out, um, quite a while ago, actually. And I'm nice. It was nice that this finally worked out. Could finally have him on. Uh, we have a very important chat. It's going to be one of those guys. It'll be eventually. It's not all very serious. We have a nice, uh, we have a nice little spectrum for y'all to see. There it is. It's, it's happening, y'all. Uh, a couple things I'm excited about before we get to our chat. I'm going to be guesting on a few shows. So Game Moves Podcast, my one of my favorite Canadian shows. And actually, that's even hard to say because there are many uh, great Canadian podcasts. But one of my, one of the, I don't even know how we ended up crossing, crossing paths. Probably Brock McLaughlin. Game Moves Podcast. Follow them on Twitter. Game underscore Moose underscore cast. I can't wait. Such a hilarious show. Thing is that these guys actually know what they're talking about. And I don't. So Brock and I will just kind of sit off to the side and Ryan and Drew will, will drop some knowledge bombs on us. So I can't wait for that. So please, I'll tweet it out, but please check that out. Follow them at game underscore moose underscore cast. And also next week I will be on Mitch Powers podcast. You may remember Mitch. He's been on this show before. He was on the Xbox prediction show. And actually he was on with the game moose guys. Holy crap. What are the chances of that? Um, so that's great. It's a, G-U-G podcast, Growing Up Gaming podcast. I will be on there next week, kind of like this show where I'm on the other side where he's asking me questions and I go back into my memory banks and take a little trip down memory lane, talking about neighbor Matt, talking about our first Dreamcast and Xbox and all those things, man. It was tons of fun, dude. I just had a great time. So check that out next week. Please uh, go follow G-U-G podcast and find out when that's happening. I'll, of course, share it on my Twitter. couple things. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to briefly tell you uh, that I'm playing Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Got that from the library, and I think that might be the most perfect, one of the most perfect games to get from the library. I'm not sure. I have moments, like I'm into chapter four. Like, it's still kind of early. I don't know how many chapters there are, but I feel like they're, they've are they kind of given a few different gameplay experiences in those four. Some of them I adore. Some just taking me back into why I love Uncharted and some kind of frustrating stuff. They started to introduce the driving in Uncharted 4. I don't love the driving as much as uh, I still gave that game a 10. I stand by the 10 for Uncharted 4, but now it's kind of like mm, getting away from the things that made that game a 10. And uh, I don't know, but I love playing as Chloe. Chloe is awesome. I want more of Chloe. This is just gameplay. Don't be, don't be weird, you guys. And the other thing, I, t- I jumped into the Star Wars beta, the Battlefront 2 beta, a little bit. 
And they introduced some pretty deep stuff, at least just from a glance that I had at it, uh, all the different classes. I want to jump into this day one, I think. I, it looks amazing, and I'm actually even more interested in the single player. So I can't wait for that. I hope you guys are having a great weekend of gaming and diving into everything that you want to get to. There's so much stuff. It's only going to be even crazier as we get into uh, October. And, and why, why don't we just go into get into this this little chat and but speaking of October, all the music I decided I missed it last week with with Todd Oxtra. By the way, Todd Oxtra, T Oxtra, Toxtra. Follow him at Secret Friends Unite. I want to get Charlie's co-host on Secret Friends Unite over on this. Thank you to Charlie for reaching out, man. What a what a great conversation with Todd. I'm telling you, man, it's all great. So much goodness happening here on We the Gamercast. I'm so proud with what we are creating together. It. This is not just me. Trust me. I can't answer the questions. It has to be like great guests, people who are engaged. I'm, I'm just thrilled. So if you guys missed Todd Oxtra, we answer the question, why are there no good Star Trek games? <laughs> it's a little trollish of a question. I'm sure there's a couple, uh, as we discuss. Go back if you missed that on, um, iTunes or youtube.com slash we the nerdy. Please, please. Okay. We're going to get into it. Brendan Myers. He is at King of the Pirates. Uh, the O is a zero. King of the Pirates. That's as easy as I can explain that one. Such a warm-hearted, genuine person. I'm so glad that we had this chat. I hope you guys enjoyed. Here he is, Brendan Myers! (laughs) So wait, you're you're on a Kindle right now? Yeah. My my Kindle doesn't do any of that. My Kindle literally just like does does pages and I don't even well, do Yeah, like I don't even do that. Yeah, it's like the Kindle Fire. Oh, okay. When did you pick that yeah, up? Yeah, the Kindle Fire. Um at the time I was dating my wife and she wanted one, so I got her one and I was like, Oh, this is actually fun and like I kind of my buddy gave me one and then that one broke and so I was like, Okay, I'm getting a new one for my birthday or it was a Actually, I got it for graduating uh, college. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, sweet. This is nice. And then, and like, they're like 40. You can get them like for 40, pretty cheap now. And it's just like, oh, it's like a multifunction. It's like a backup computer a little bit. Like if you need to. No Facebook, kidding. Twitter, all that stuff. Is that kind of what you do all this social media business on? Like, is that kind of, like, is it your go-to? Because my Kindle sits and gathers dust. Maybe it's because all it does is read books and yeah. ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, I do that when I like here. go to. Yeah, I do it because um, like with your phone, it's like oh, it's always like kind of annoying. And like when you're, especially if you're looking at going to bed, mm-hmm. um, like it has a it has a better uh, nighttime vision. Like it turn it has like uh, called blue light. Yep. And so when you're sleep, when you're trying to fall asleep, it makes it easier. And also, you're not like squinting trying to read some stuff or looking at pictures. It's like oh, it's decent size and. Usually, uh, the only problem is when you fall asleep and like you're you're literally reading something and it smacks you in the face. It's a lot bigger than a phone. <laughs> Does that happen to you? I've been seeing that picture a lot of like laying down and then holding, like you're laying on your back and you're holding the screen above your yeah. face and like it just slips out. Like because you are kind of falling asleep. Like you lose. I've definitely dropped my phone and I get in a lot of trouble for that because it like it's not it doesn't quietly let itself on the floor. It crashes loudly and it's this big commotion and oh. like yeah. Well, you that, gotta have like a rug by the 
You gotta have a rug. Mm, see, with we had, have... we got rid of all the carpet, man. But you're right. Maybe if I just put a pillow, but then it bounces off the pillow. Like it, no matter what, it's gonna hit yeah. the floor. I might have to build like a pillow fort next to the bed. Maybe that's what I need, or or some black. I don't know. This is probably more thought than or it deserves. Or just get like a really wide get a bed the width of the room, and then you don't have to worry about it falling and hitting the floor. Or you, you know, actually, I'm glad that we had this conversation, Brennan, because out of this nonsense comes, I think, a really good idea. My case has a little hole in the bottom, and what I can do is I can take the the. Remember the the wrist straps from the Wii controllers? Yeah, I can just I can. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe you yeah, could do that as well. Gonna... Maybe that would keep it from smacking the face. That would pro- that'd be very helpful. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> I had one. I put one of those on my phone, and I was just like, especially in college when you're drinking it. Like I didn't drop like the one time on my uh, <laughs> birthday. I literally was like, opened up my phone to. Uh, respond to a text message yeah it like kind of slipped out of my head because i had some drink i was facing a wall kneeling on somebody's bed like doing this and it bounced bounced around me and then lands in the only cup full of drink of course and so and like it and then like it kind of worked but the screen was black so like i had to like uh, dial finally mm-hmm. i was not able to get like hey mom don't worry i'm okay just phone get respond to text and then like everybody was just like purposely sending me text messages like oh man you didn't answer my text i was like i can't read them uh, what did you do with your phone then like replacing phones uh, sucks man like it's just like it's so expensive even like no matter what phone you end up going to it's money that you don't want to spend it feels yeah. terrible the thing is nice is because uh, I have AT&T, so it's just swapping out the SIM card. So you can oh, okay. get, you can just, you don't have to go to the store or make it complicated. Mm-hmm. And then if you do upgrade a phone, there's sometimes where it's like, oh, I have this backup phone. Mm-hmm. So you just, you don't throw out your phone. You don't recycle them. You go like, okay, I'll always have one on standby. That's true. I had oh, a, I had like the original 3GS. Like they had the the iPhone and it was on 3G, and then yeah. they had like the 3GS, right? And I remember just adoring that phone. I don't know what it was. Like it was it was small, but it was deep. It was like really thick and but rounded. Yeah. And I just remember. Um, I don't know if I've told this story or not. I ended up getting an iPhone after two things happened. So I went to, I went to. I don't know if you've ever heard of this band called In Flames. They're like this like totally stupid metal band from Sweden or something like it's just insane right but they're totally harmless have you have we talked about in flames before I feel like maybe we have no we haven't like, but like I chatted definitely back and forth and then I looked them up nah oh I love that band man I've seen them a couple times and and one time I went to uh I went to see them and I had my Blackberry Pearl in my pocket this is how old this is so oh. I'm not I'm not doing these concerts lately uh, I had my BlackBerry Pro in my pocket, and I just hung out in the in the mosh pit the whole time. You get all sweaty, and you're just like up against people and yeah. whatever. And I guess that I was like too close to people all night because my the pearl that the the roller thing got like pushed in permanently yeah. and just broke. So like that thing wasn't a touch screen. It w- it would pretty much rendered it. You you couldn't use it. That was the the BlackBerry's thing. And the yeah. very next day. I went to school. I was I was in college at the time, and I would always plug my uh, iPod into my car, as you did back in the day. And I get mm-hmm. in the car, and I reach in my pocket. I'm like, "Where's my iPod? I 
I guess I didn't, I guess I didn't bring it with me. It must be sitting on the kitchen counter because that's something I would have done as well. But I am running late. I'll just listen to the radio and I drive off, come home, park in the exact same spot in front of my parents' house. And I open the door and I step out and there's my iPod on the ground crushed. It was garbage day. <laughs> it must have fallen out of my pocket when I reached in to grab my keys. And so, like, within two days, I lose my phone and I lose my iPod. So then Steve Jobs came up with this magical device called the iPhone. And, and that that was it. So it was this special, like, all in one. hmm, if only I had one device that could do all of these things. But I loved it, man. It was, like, at the time, it was enormous. It was 32 gigs. So I could I could have all thousands of my songs on that thing. And then that's the one that I kept around as a backup. And I kept it for so long that by the time that I ended up needing it, it was on to whatever iPhone 5 or like too many generations, like LTE was yeah. the thing. And so it came time for me to go, oh man, I actually need to use this backup. And then I call up my provider and they said, we highly, highly, highly recommend you do not use that phone because it's so old. Like you couldn't connect to a new network. Like mm. they would, they wouldn't even let me use it. So ever since then, I stopped really hanging on to that idea, but I don't know. Maybe there's a better way yeah. to do it. I wasn't, I, I just kind of liked having it around. That's most of the reason I had it, but there came a time that I needed the backup. It was no good, man. Yeah. I think I just used a 3GS for a backup like maybe a year ago. Did you really? That would have been like the same time, yeah. man. Cause I was having that stupid trouble with but Android. It was, so slow. was it bad? Yeah. But I, I, I just did it though. I just like, oh, I just need to. Well, the thing was, I had to like, go back uh, like a sim card like i had to go back like, i had to go and like get them to go like okay i need this sim card like that's an older card normally people are getting like the smaller and smaller ones mm-hmm. i had to go back to the bigger <laughs> one to put it in. <laughs> and then it, I, it worked and then while i had like the phone get replaced and just like uh, i don't need this because this was like right coming up to uh my wedding and i'm just like I, we're using this for communication with everything. Mm-hmm. I need something, so it lasts me through that. And nice. I got it fixed right before uh, we went on the honeymoon. Dude, you just celebrated like your one year anniversary, didn't you? Yeah, it was congratulations. Uh, oh, that's Thanks. awesome. Okay, so let's let's go back then. I want to. Ah, oh, man, I could go in so many different directions because I want to know. I know you're a Nintendo fan. I want to get to that as well. But let's go back a little bit about. Um, like meeting your wife, you're a year into your marriage. How how is married life for you a year in, man? Like, is this is this what you expected? <laughs> um, it's a lot. It was is because I was like basically living with my wife um, mm-hmm. while we were dating for a good while. So we were we were living together. So it's basically like we're all kind of married, but yeah, with that no title. And then um, so. It was me, her, and then we also had her, her twin sister living with us. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, so it was just like it was good and all. And then um, why? So how, why was that arrangement? It, it, why was that the arrangement? Uh, well, because we were living well, when we were living with her parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, her, their parents kind of needed space. Her mom was. Uh, was on chemo for uh, breast cancer. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, like they, we kind of need our own space and all that to really like our relationship wasn't going to grow if we were kind of like 
being all cramped up in this house. Like I was, my bedroom was in my father-in-law's office. Wow. Office area. Like his office area was so messy that he was using like the, the family room. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, so like I was living there at times and, but like I never got woken up because I was always like waking up early for work and going to school and all that. So, but my wife was like, we need to look for a place. And then luckily her parents just like decided to buy a house so that we can live in this townhouse and that with three of us would have our own space and just be a little bit more on our own than mm-hmm. being like, Oh, like we have to like, cause everybody's schedule is chaotic. So we'd like try to making like all L five of us have dinner. Yeah. It was like a lot harder than, but, uh, and then, so we were living there. We got married, come back from honeymoon and then, uh, go through Christmas time. That was all fun doing all the families and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and it's crazy, it's, isn't it's it? Like it's the first, it's the first year we're man, like normally like, Oh, she's at hers. I'm oh, at mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, well, we're married. We got to do it together. And I'm just like, I'm like, Oh man, this is tiring. Nobody like, prepared you me for this decision that I have to make this plan that we have to change. Yeah, like I was like, work should give me an extra day off, like because normally they give you a couple days for Christmas and all that, like for the holidays. Or like they need to give me an extra one so I can recover from all this, like going to see family and all that. Yeah. So it was like, oh, we're going to Pennsylvania, we're going to New Jersey, we're going, we're going even further deeper into Pennsylvania. It's just yeah. the scheduling everything. It's like, uh, try and then traffic during Christmas during the holidays, like. Yep. This is why we stay home and play games. Like, on a good day, I don't want to deal with traffic, let alone the, the nastiness of, of Christmas. That's, that's insane, man. Like, I, it's funny how, like, you just don't even think of, I don't know if it was like this with your parents. Like, my parents just kind of, like, made it easy at Christmas time. And we just never really thought of all of the different coordination that happens. Like, dinner is this whole thing and making sure, like, people who are coming over are in the right place at the right time. And then you grow up and you become an adult. And you're like, okay, my parents also had like each other's families to worry about. Like that's kind of the thing yeah. that complicates. And then you have brothers and sisters who, who maybe they have their own families and stuff. It's, it gets crazy. And so I sympathize, empathize. I should probably know that if I'm going to yeah. talk on the internet and record it. Um, nah, so nah, yeah, nah. anyway, you can always look it up. Yeah. One of these days, I, I'll just continue to screw yeah. it up for another hundred episodes or so. I do it too. Just like, uh, even with like when you're just talking quickly, just trying to keep the conversation and you're not want to be like, stop and go like, all right, what am I figuring out again? Like you just go with it and go like, we're smart enough that we auto correct what other people say. In That's our right. Heads. That's right. Well, well, we can, we can catch Bobby and his mistakes and then hope that he doesn't notice our mistakes and then everything is good. So, yeah. um, okay. So you, uh, we're, we're kind of running through the year, I guess it seems like we, you get married. Yeah. Uh, living so, my God, man, I can't even, I can't even imagine. So, um, you must have been pretty close with her side of the family, though, to be like, I have a friend yeah. who had a similar situation to you, actually. Moving in with the in laws is something else, man. Like, how, you, yeah. they must like you a lot. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, her mom, like, basically, I was like the 
favorite kid. Like I was like, there's the two twins, and so they were like, oh, like her mom really wanted to have a boy, yeah, and just like, and then like, because she's like, oh, I can actually tell him, and he'll ha- happily do things mm-hmm. like do like, oh, can you help me with the yard work or whatever? And so I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Like yeah, you big manly muscles do stuff. and your know how. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just like, and it's nice to go outside. Um, but um <laughs> so but her mom passed her mom passed away uh three years ago from oh dude uh, cancer treatment i'm sorry man so from the treatment so yeah it was um it was like one more treatment caused her to start develop internal bleeding holy like it was crap make her yeah it was uh when she did the one treatment and then they were like oh like they were going to see if whether she would be uh, eligible to have open heart surgery mm-hmm. so that it make it be easy breathing for her. Cause she would be on this oxygen. She would need oxygen tank, but she was, uh, she was a home ex school, uh, teacher for middle school and she would go and go to school without her oxygen tank. Like she's like, I don't need that. And then as soon as mm-hmm. she gets home, she would just needing it and all. She just wanted to put, I guess, put a face, yeah, and so uh, then the, when the complications came, it became like trying to juggle a chainsaw, a whole tractor, and <sighs> a spaceship. Like everything, yeah, the balance was so. Uh, it got to the point where like there was, it was just only doing damaging, dam- more damage and more suffering while trying to treat her. So mm-hmm. we, so prior to the. Mi- uh, uh, the wedding we had like two and a half years of that so going through the wedding itself with my wife not having her mom was mm-hmm. it was hard for yeah, everyone, especially because like even for my wife it was just like she didn't have that one person to rely on but luckily like she'll say even though you know like uh, the other side of the family, like right, the in-laws, like sometimes it could be like a headache, but like she was so glad that like she had my mom and my sisters and to help with like the bridal shower and help with bachelorette party with mm-hmm. her because um, we'll get to a point in a little bit, but um, it was just nice to have like family step in all that. And so, yeah, so. Because you guys must have been together for a little while before that. I mean, it it seems clear to me that the two families are very, very close. And marriage was going to happen no matter what. So it's kind of nice that that the foundation was there. So that when life happens, you're there for each other. Like, it's so incredible, Brendan, how, like, similar that is to Chelsea and mine's situation. I I wouldn't say I never lived with her family. But just going through the wedding without without a parent is... It sucks, man. Because, like... You grow up, and I just have to imagine for for her and for uh, for your wife. You grow up thinking the the wedding of my dreams, and you've got all like everything is picturesque, and then something is taken, and it's really hard to live through that moment when it's not exactly how you imagine. So Chelsea's dad, I never met him. Uh, he passed away in two thousand and nine from lung cancer. And it sucks because I just get to, I only get to see pictures and there's tons of family videos and just seems like him and I would have gotten along so, so well. And 
she gets, you know, walked down the aisle, not by him. And she just absolutely adored, adored him. So there's parts of the wedding that, what do you do? Like it changes everything, right? So yeah. I feel, mate, I feel, cause so we just skipped like the parent dances. I don't know what, what you guys did. Like obviously there yeah. wasn't going to be a, a father daughter dance and we, so we skipped the, um, mother of the groom groom yeah. dance. I don't know what that is called. So we just didn't do that. And it was one of those like, I think maybe for a very split second, my mom went like, Oh no. Oh yeah. Totally makes sense. So it just, I feel yeah. for you, man. It's a, it's obviously like a beautiful day. It's, it's incredible. It's all about you. So that's kind of nice yeah. for once, you know, but at the same time, something is missing and that it's really, it's really awful, yeah. man. I, I feel ah, that's awful. So, yeah. so how did, how did everything go that day for you guys? Were you able to like, did the did the magic of the day kind of push through and like because it's a celebration? Oh, it definitely pushed through. Yeah, that's yeah, nice, man. She had ear infection. She, she had, had an ear infection. infection going on, going on, and <laughs> I was sick that whole week. Of course, I was uh, the like I was like I was so sick that I didn't even listen to if we ran Nintendo. I was like, oh sh. Like I, <laughs> I was like, I love listening to that because it just lets me go with my imagination with Nintendo. And then yeah. you're always doing prepping, so it's like it's amazing. <laughs> but uh, you must have been down and out, dude. Yeah, because I had my bachelor party the weekend before. Kind of drank too much, but it, then I was like, I was hit with something that was sick. Mm. A week before is risky too, by the way. Yeah, I didn't plan it. Yeah, yeah, you uh, could do it a little further life. out. <laughs> It was, it was putting my wife through anxiety, and then like that week, I I, tr- I went to work. And I'm just like trying to work, and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. But then like I go home and rest, and then the next day I woke up, I couldn't even get out of bed. Like, oh no, body. Then I tried like, okay, Wednesday I'm feeling a little bit better, and then I was like, it took me two hours to do something that should take me half an hour, and like every time I moved or tried, like it was like, I feel like I'm putting my body to the extreme. I'm like. I'm going to need to go and rest because if I'm sick on my wedding day, so I was still like, wasn't a hundred percent sure was feeling good enough to go like do um, go out to New Jersey, uh, help my mom with some stuff, go mm. uh, do the rehearsal dinner and all that. And I'm just like, but the day of, it was just like, it's still, it's like, it was lingering still. Yeah. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? But uh, medicate. So and I, <laughs> I, I, I slept and played 3ds. It cures all. That's uh, like that's like eating a dozen oranges. Yeah. It's pretty much the same. Flush yeah. it out with some 3ds. Yeah. But, so, so, how, so how you were feeling? Not 100. percent Where you, like you're already kind of sweating that day. You feel magic too. You're yeah. yeah it was definitely on the magic though. It was just like when we finally got into limo after like going after the ceremonial and after taking pictures at the wedding, uh, I mean, at the, at the church. And then we took pictures at a place called the Rose gardens Mm -hmm. for like nice scenery. Then we're like, we're sitting in the car and that's where like, like this day's awesome. Oh, I love that. Like you're like that day. And then, but then she had to whisper like, Oh, so I have an ear infection. I'm like, what? (laughs) You're supposed to be going on the airplane. And like, she has chronic, she has chronic, Ear infection, where she has to, she can't just take regular met, uh, antibiotics. She yeah. has to take 
IV drip. And that's like waiting in the hospital the whole time. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, what are we going to do? And so she's like, so like the next morning, like we go through the whole wedding, everything, enjoy running around like crazy. And weddings are never as long as they should, as they need to be, or Mm -hmm. you just have too many people. One of the options. Yeah. But like, you just want to have the, you'll go with the, the, too many people because you want to share this moment with everybody. Mm-hmm. That's How many people did you have? We had like two over two hundred. Oh my god, that is too many. <laughs> yes. And then the thing was, the we were it's like, so, okay, we'll, we'll do everybody at the at the church, uh, like probably do some cocktail hour and then go go around and say hello to everybody. So, but like when we're um, the priest said, like, oh, you're doing a receiving line. So mm-hmm. we had to say thanks for coming, all that to everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try, like, try and oh, come up with something new for every oh, single person. I'm like, yeah, who are you guys? Like, oh, I was like, no. I'm like, <laughs> it was just like, there are some people that just completely, because there's just like one thing after another and after another. Yeah. And some people that are like good friends of her, like, of course, you got, you invite people, like, we wanted to bring, have her dad have people invited. So like yeah, some man. people I fully met, but like is kind of focus was having him not be, feel so alone with the wedding. Cause you can't have us there like being a family cause we're the wedding yeah. dancing. So it all worked oh, out. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to, to do both of those things, to worry about the parents at the same time as trying to live in the moment. Like this is something that I mean, hopefully for most people is once in a lifetime thing. And it's, it's hard. As you grow older, I feel like the parenting, the parents and like caring for the parents becomes more and more part of our lives. Like definitely I, I am acutely aware of that <laughs> and my older brother it's like, it's like moved it, out it, to vancouver so it's just me and and my like i'm kind of the oldest one here so you kind of that ends up being me taking the lead on that kind of stuff yeah so so this is a year ago man like this is did the year like fly by for you like how is it i don't uh, know like what did you guys it, do for your anniversary uh we didn't do uh we Taco were Bell. Going, we we went no, we went to a hockey game. <laughs> oh, nice! Yes, she's a she's a Flyers fan, so I'm I'm a Rangers fan. So that's gotta be a like, problem. Uh, I've, I've become I've become a partial fan. Now we're becoming more fans of hockey now, especially uh, this year with four hat tricks in the like opening games. Yep, and your boy uh, Connor McDavid. Oh my god. Dude, like it's not even like it, it. It sort of feels not fair. It feels like somebody put a game genie up his ass, and he's just kind of like nobody can touch him. It's it's yeah. awesome to watch. It's yeah. it's weird. It's weird to have somebody that good. And also, we were so bad for so long that you're kind of given this first play, uh, uh, first draft pick, and you kind of go like, did we really earn this guy, or were we just like, yeah shitty enough for long enough so it's it's a weird it's a weird feeling here and then yeah man opening night for hockey was was awesome so you're just getting into this you know i've been into hockey uh ever i was into hockey and then went away for college in like the first year was like it hard watching 
mm-hmm. because I was out in Pennsylvania and just getting New York, it was like, oh, like I don't want to watch the Flyers. But yeah. then I met girl and it's like, uh, I started hanging out with her uh, our second year in college. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, we want to, we want to go and, uh, I was like, I'll go. And she took me to a Rangers Flyers game. Like her dad had season tickets. So that is awesome. Yeah. We had dibs on like tickets. He's like, doesn't want it's like last minute. So like, we're like, yeah, we'll drive like three hours home. We'll drive two hours home and then like an hour and a half to Philly. Mm-hmm. Like it's all in the name of hockey. Dude, I know it, man. I was in, I was in New York, uh, for work a couple of years ago and I, it happened to be at the same time that some friends of mine were doing kind of like a little tour on the East Coast. They were they were in New York for a little bit, and then they were up to uh, Boston, and they were doing a bunch of other stuff. So I hung out with them in New York one night, and they said that they were going to go to Boston the very next day and um, watch a Bruins and Maple Leafs game. And they said they had an extra ticket, which I'm not sure how that even happens. But they said if yeah. I wanted it, I could take the ticket. But it my flight left like six hours after that game started. So I worked out this thing of I, I was at the bar with them, but I said, I need to be able to get over there by train. I need to make my own arrangements. I left the bar, hopped on an Amtrak, got to Boston at like six in the morning, wandered around. I just kind of like explored it as if I was in like Assassin's Creed or something or Fallout actually probably more yeah. appropriate, which is the best when you go as a as a Canadian, as a tourist wandering around all these like American cities. I don't think of like the historical context necessarily as much as I do. Oh, I know this place because of this video game. Like I wander around Manhattan thinking GTA four and I go to, I went to DC thinking Fallout three and here I am like wandering on the freedom trail. Best day ever, man. And I went to the hockey game, met up with my friends, but I could only stay for the first two periods because I had to get on the train back to New York, catch my flight home. But like best day ever and all, all in the name of hockey. Um, I want to go back a second to, and I have a big topic that I want to I want to discuss with you today. I'm not I'm not avoiding it for sure. Um, yeah. But you mentioned that you met your your now wife in college. What's the nerd status like at that point? Like, how outwardly are we? Are you are you a nerd right. at that time? Are you outwardly nerdy? Like, what's what's that like? Because I always love hearing. Uh, the reason I wanted to talk about your wedding is because let's just celebrate the fact that you could be a nerd. <laughs> And getting married, I just think that is awesome, yeah. man. <laughs> it's like uh, we met playing with Nerf guns. Yes, Dude, that is awesome. We were like, so the story was, um, you know, the story is, is we were playing Nerf, and I was just like, how it started was, I'm, um, I actually started in, uh, the spring semester, so mm-hmm. this is, uh, we, I'm like in the hallway is like, I get like dorm and then my, my, my roommate, he moves out because his opening moved open in like their like mini dorm where they have like just smaller setting, but like separate rooms, but they all have a common, like a, it's like a eight room common space area. Mm-hmm. And so my roommate moved out. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to find like more people to uh, hang out with. So I'm walking down the hall and I see this on uh, my buddy, Rob, and he's playing uh, PS3. And I was like, oh, sick. And I was like, I was watching him play Star Wars. And he's like, oh, you want to give it a try? I was like, yeah. And like, so I'm just playing. And I'm like, <laughs> he's like, I'm like upping his kill death ratio. And he's like, he's like, oh, man. And then he pulled out his, his, his DS. And I'm just like, what are you playing? He's like, Pokemon. I was like, I, I, 
logged out of the lobby. I go and grab mine. And we're just hanging out playing. Did we just become so best friends? Like, oh, Pokemon. <laughs> yes. And then I found out, like, the third floor was, like, everybody had a DS. And I'm just like, oh, sh-. I'm not used to, like, high school. What? Everybody hid this stuff. Now everybody no kidding. Yeah. And so we, so the one night I'm just, like, hanging out. And there, my, bu- his, my buddy Rob and his friend Dave are, like, walking by. And they have, like, a huge duffel bag full of Nerf guns. And they're like, oh come with us. Oh, my God. I love it. And so we go. And then we break it. We kind of, like break to a school building and we're just meet up with a whole bunch of people and we're playing uh capture the flag and so a little, <laughs> before, a little bit before we even started like we were just like all playing around shooting and i was kind of playing tag with my wife now but we were we never really talked or anything but i thought she was cute mm-hmm. and so so we go and play and then i so I found like this convoluted way to get to where the like sneak up behind the protector of the flag, and I shoot her. She's like the smallest girl here, and she has the biggest Nerf gun. It just didn't make sense, <laughs> and so I shot her. But she got scared. She like frightened like a deer, and then she like reacted, and she like bayoneted me with this Nerf gun. I get like a scratch <laughs> on my chest. I'm like ah. So afterwards. We go, uh, we're like hanging out and they're like, some, like somebody has to look at it and like, Ooh, that looks like, do you want somebody to kiss it? And I was like, um, or they said, do you need your mom to kiss it? Like, nah, but I know who I'd want. And so everybody knew that I was talking about my wife, Ashley, but she wasn't around to hear that. And so everybody kept that quiet until, mm-hmm. uh, over the summer we're talking and then like we get together, we hang out and then we start dating and people go like, Oh yeah, this is what he said like that day, like six months ago. And my wife at the time was like, "Why couldn't you tell me this sooner?" <laughs> like I that's not the way it works. These things have to just happen. Yeah, you don't force things. You don't let like, you. It's just more of a headache if you try to make things work. Dude, just- that is spectacular. We met during a nerf fight. That is at school, nonetheless. Like that's oh, I yeah. freaking I freaking love that. So it's like. Because I, I feel like sometimes couples might meet, but, like, it's maybe not a thing. Like, maybe they just kind of, like, met in passing, yeah. and then it's later where they really, like, lock things down. But, like, you shot her in the back, and then she stabbed you. <laughs> That's pretty memorable, man. So it was after that, then, how did things how did things progress? Uh, you reach out to her? I, yeah, we're just, like, it was, like, or were you in the, the same church, kind of circles like, kind of thing. when I saw her on Facebook. Well, semi-circle. Oh, yeah. It was like, we kind of, we kind of met when the friends, like, I was always like added on to my buddy Rob, but her and him mm-hmm. were more closer friends. And so like, I'm like, okay, so we go, um, it's over the summer and I messaged her, like we're talking on Facebook and everything. And I was kind of like getting nervous. It's like, I was like, I hope she's Love like it. some dork. Yeah, and then is she like, black, oh, though? Like, oh, like she's playing with Nerf guns. Like she must know. be. Yeah, she's playing Nerf guns. She'll have fun with it, but then she she doesn't go to the extreme like me, where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go like play hours of video games Fair. and and also be having a Lord of the Rings marathon going on while yes, a Facebook group <laughs> about talking about Star Wars theories, and I'm just like. Now we're talking. <laughs> or you know, looking them up because I'm like, 
sometimes it's more of effort to talk about these things, but it's enjoyable just to read what other people have to say. That's right. That's right. I love that. So at what point did she introduce you to the family? Um, when do you get to meet the, was, the in-laws? Fall day. Uh, it was a fall festival. So it's like when the parents come to visit and they have like all these oh. like, and They have like a bounce, uh, bounce house obstacle course and all that. Mm-hmm. And so and actually my parents were supposed to come too. So we were, we were going to both have our parents meet. Um, and These so serious. We, uh, but then my dad had to get called into work because he's like the hazmat emergency. So they're like halfway to your, uh, your, we met your college. So it's like they were an hour and a half away mm-hmm. and they had to drive back to work. And so, so I get to meet their parents. It's really nice. Um, I was actually also watching my sister's dog. So I was like, oh, if they don't like me, at least I have a cute dog. That <laughs> they have that to talk about. And so they, it was really nice meeting them. But at the same time, like I didn't want to take too much of their time because they were coming to see their daughter mm-hmm. and um, I'm just some guy so that nice. Yeah. And then, um, and then, like a week later, her dad came to visit, and he's like, he asked us, asked me if I want to go out and lunch with them and all that. And so, what was funny was we get our drinks, they get bring us water, and not even looking at each other, me and her dad grab our straws and shoot the wrapper at her at the same exact time without what? even. And then she's like, "Oh my god, I'm dating my dad." Oh, well, that's weird. That's a weird thing. To, how do you how do you bounce back from that? that? Like, let's just move on. That's a strange thing to say. Well, that was, well, that was like the goofy. That like that was like the I little love it. that he shows. But he's more yeah. of like a school administrator. I need to act professional and all. But mm-hmm. it's just like when he's around his daughter, he'll he'll be goofy from time oh, to time. Right. And just the same exact time that I think to be goofy, she's like she kind of loved it at the same time as like. Okay, how much is she? Is he, is he like my dad? Oh, but then I was awesome. like, oh no, wait, he plays video games. He, it's just like okay. And then um, well, it was funny because we uh, that that year is when the 3ds came out, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a car, and so we left a party to go and pick up the 3ds at midnight. Mm-hmm. And like was, you and her, you and her dad. No, her and no, it was just her and I after. Oh, okay. Like, we, this was like a couple months later. This was uh, in the spring when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I was like, okay, she's pretty awesome because she's embracing this. She's not, she's like going to go with me and get this. And I was mm-hmm. like, probably won't do it again. But like, the fact that she did it was like pretty awesome. I was like, like, of course, she's like, she's like way higher than me. That's what I think. But she, <laughs> it's like that same up. thing. Like how how did I marry up yeah, like this? I'm the same. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it feels it feels good. So, okay, man, this is this is where I know that I, actually I was looking back in in our messages, and man, this is like way too long coming. Uh, I know that I was like, bug me if I forget to because I think we were talking about having you on in like June, and then that apparently didn't happen because I'm an idiot. Yeah. And uh, but I. So I was reviewing the messages and stuff, and I know that there was um, there was a big reason why we wanted to have this chat today. So I, we had an episode with with Luke uh, just a couple of episodes ago, 
And um, yeah, man, I wanted to just kind of like dive right into this. I know that you and your wife have, it's been a year of marriage, but I know that you guys have had kind of a, a tough year Seven in months. addition to all learning what is new about being married and, and that whole dynamic. You've had something else kind of like happen that that changes that nobody should have to go through, man. So what has happened in this year that, yeah, kind of like prompted you to reach out in the last little bit? So uh, in February, um, her sister, her twin sister committed suicide and it hit us like 20 brick walls all at once. And it was, it was a shock, but at the same time, uh, she did have some mental issues because she had um, nerve issues that caused when she was young and so she always had to deal with pain medicines and all that. And like when she's young and your mind is growing, mm-hmm. it affected her in a way that like just couldn't, it always was going to be an upcoming problem dealing mm-hmm. with the pain and all that. So, but, um, it's what's like surprised us was like the week before, like we never spent, we've never spent a Valentine's day for actually on Valentine's Day with each other, we always do it with her mm-hmm. because she as she's been like basically uh, you know in Scrubs like JD Carla and Turk like their their relationship like they're, they're, like yep it's it's hard it's hard for them to like they've just been around each other and it's hard to it's like when the two of them are together and living it's like oh. Like oh, this person used to do this. Like it was a good balance. We we yeah. we never balanced it. We included her because she was just as important. She was. Um, and they're identical she twins. Literally, yeah. Yeah. And so that's, she that's amazing that it affected her, but not not your wife. Like I don't know necessarily yeah. how that stuff always works out, but yeah, like that's that's got to be just just that man. little bit. Yeah. And uh, like she was literally like a best friend to me. Yeah. Uh, she she called me uh, her little brother before we even got married, mm-hmm. and so like that's how close we were. And it like people thought it was weird. I'm just like, why would that be weird? This is somebody that's my my wife's best friend. It's literally her other half, and mm-hmm. yeah. So like that just hit us so hard, and just kind of went through it it was like it was sad but like we were kind of so able to go through things we actually like my wife where we were staying was bought for me her sister and her mm-hmm. so we were at the point where like we kind of need to leave this like this is kind of like lingering here it's like the space feels empty and so we actually like went we're so busy like we bought a new house and moved into that all that so We've been here for two months and it's just like probably after a month of being in the house and kind of like, okay, we're living, we're able to live in it and everything when it started being like, like hitting us hard. Like, like I was feeling mad. I was feeling more angry about things because I'm just so upset that she's gone. My, my wife just feels, um, like just like feels like it's an accomplishment just waking up. Yeah. So, um, so what I'm glad that like at work, I was talking with my buddy and like, he goes like, 
he's gone through some traumatic stuff and he said like a support group would be like, yeah, have you ever thought about that? And I was like, I n- mm-hmm. never really thought about it. So, I, so I looked it up and there was one happening the following Tuesday. My wife and I went, but like the day, the morning that it happened, mm-hmm. I woke up and I had a dream that like I, my brother, my uh, younger brother, we're 19 months apart. He committed suicide. Oh like that gosh. dream, that, that whole feeling. Yeah. Like you can't move. You, you just want to do everything you can to make that be not true. And luckily, mm-hmm. like I saw a text message from him. Like he, he wakes up pretty early as well. So I, like I saw a text message from him and just like the fact that like, I saw that like relieved so much, but like knowing what my wife goes through, not having her twin sister, somebody, someone that she shared the womb with, somebody that she always had, was always her player, like basically her player too. She never yeah, had man. to find find someone. So she, uh, and it just like was hard for me to believe. Like I finally got an understanding of what my wife has gone through because at times like our short temper with like things because we're just so upset like we don't know how to deal with it we don't talk like it's just so hard and then we so like I went through that woke up that morning and just went through work and just was like kind of feeling nervous about going to a whole group of people Mm -hmm. that have gone through the same thing as we have and the the thing is it's it was amazing to go with people that understand it and know exactly what you're feeling through. And it kind of gave you a sense of like, this, this happens. It's, it's like when a freak accident happens, like you can't control it. Mm-hmm. You can't put any, you, you can't put any fault on yourself. That's right. Even if, like, and it's just like, it was like a sense of like relievement because like you're seeing you're basically this happens to people. It's not just our experience. Like there's people that have been dealing with it a whole lot longer, mm-hmm. and it's and like I was worried about my wife because sometimes she's like, "Oh, that's this good, this good to go through, like talk with people and all that." But sometimes she's like, she likes to keep to herself. Yeah, and it 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 was both like a click. Like we need to kind of be more open about talking about it because even even if it's not to this level of something bad, it could be more worse or something like, oh, your brother's like somebody's sick in your family. Mm-hmm. Taking the time and talking and being open about it because I think that's really a key and like how people open up to you is just like, even just open up to, even opening up to a stranger, it can do the world for. Isn't that, isn't that the thing? Like that's a, that's what's been so amazing for me is the discovery that like, you can just pop on a Skype call with somebody that you've never met. Maybe you've chatted with them and you've, your connection is video games. 
or maybe you go to a support group you've never met to any of these people i know that i've talked to um like counselors over chat and like i don't know if you experience this as well like the the what i get out of talking talking about this sort of stuff is not what i would expect and i and i guess the what i would expect if that's even a thing is kind of like if i'm feeling sick if I have a headache and I take an Advil or Tylenol, the headache goes away and you have that like that going back to normal kind of thing that happens. You, you take the medicine and you and you go back to the previous state that you were before. But with this stuff, there is that doesn't exist. There is no going back to the way things were before. But the improvement is in a different direction. It's not going back to a previous state. It's going to a new more experienced state it's i am still living with what has happened but talking it through has kind of like maybe it's my muscles have relaxed a little bit my mind is a little bit more clear i'm pulling myself out of that spiral that keeps going down and down and it just kind of like changes the direction it it changes the the momentum of of your brain and I don't know exactly what that is. There's probably a much more scientific way to talk about that sort of thing. But for me, it's about, it's not even redirection. I was going to say it's about redirection, but it's, it's like facing something like head on and diving right into it and still rising above that, that stuff. Like it's, it's kind of like counterintuitive. It's almost like, um, uh, like leaning into a punch. I don't know if this is a real boxing yeah. thing. I think I saw it on, um, that movie with Hillary Swank, is that the thing with uh, oh. Clint Eastwood? She would talk about how, like, if you, you lean uh, back, what the heck was that called? Anyway. Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar, that's the one. It, it, I think that's what they're saying. If you lean into a punch, like, you're actually going to take it better than if you're kind of, like, falling away from it. It's like bracing for a hit rather than, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the exact analogy is. But it it just helps in a way that is so unexpected. And every time that I do talk about it, and I, I'm so glad that that you opened up about it here today, and I hope in a way, it's almost like practice, because I know that I have a harder time talking about this with family and, and people like face-to-face than I do with strangers on the internet and just like chat rooms and, and, and uh, things like that. I hope that if nothing else, this is like practice. And even the way that I kind of just talked about that, I've never really thought of it that way, but this is just kind of, if you just kind of let yourself and if you allow somebody else to work it out it's almost like workshopping an idea then you can continue to to move forward and i know that you know it's been seven months and it's going to be a long road i can't even imagine what your father-in-law what what state he's in i really hope that he's got a very strong support system as well um but man i really i don't know like how so how are you guys at this moment? Um, like, is it a day to day thing that it's like, it's always weighing on you in a, in a, I'm sure it is, but like in an overt way, or is it kind of come in waves? Like I know for me dealing with my friend who, who committed suicide, it definitely comes in waves and there are times of the year where it's really, really hard. Um, but then you kind of, you almost have to move on as hard as crappy as that sounds. So I'm curious, like, how has the journey been for you guys? Is, is a roller coaster? Is it just full on? What's what's it been like for you, man? 
it's been um, kind of balancing, first of all, like how we interact with each other in a way, because we're both trying to be like, we're both trying to like be like, okay, we need you to do this. And like, I need you to do this. But at the same time, like we need to deal with this in our own way. Yeah. And like, sometimes there's days where my wife will come home. She's just in a bad mood. She like, you, you kind of let, you can't just go like, see somebody's in the bad mood and be like, Hey, come on. You need to talk about this. You need to talk about it. like with my wife. Mm-hmm. Can't just force it. Yep. And then like, and just learning to deal with that. Cause before I'd be like, Oh, I'll try to get it. And like, eventually it would come out. But mm-hmm. with this now, it's like, it's like, I'm kind of understand like you, there's some days where you're not going to want to talk about it right away. There's some days where it'll just all come out and just kind of being prepared to just even just listen. Right. Yep. Um, and being there for somebody isn't necessarily you doing anything. Cause there's some, I think guys usually do this more is they want to be like, what can I do to fix it? Like, I feel like I need to do something, prove that I am here for you and all that. But sometimes it's just being around sitting right next to them while they're watching TV. And even if it, yeah. even if it's the bachelor, <laughs> garbage TV like that, that's it's, right. That's what just, being there for somebody is like is sitting through the bachelor, no matter what, put your phone away and sit through the bachelor. Yeah. And then just taking the time to be like, like even for myself, it's just like even taking time for yourself and just being like, think about it. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to say anything you don't have to do. Um, even like, I'm actually very like, it's going to probably start writing down like what that. I'm going through. And I'm, I also like kind of, it makes me, you, when you go through things like this, you reflect on like how you dealt with something, not even close, but like, you'll still see yourself tending like, I'm a lot of my, uh, dealing with this is I'm going to dig myself into a video game and mm-hmm. enjoy that. And then, and then even like, what's even better is like when you're younger, you're just jumping to a video game. Now I'm an adult where I can, communicate with other people about those video games and do a whole community, like find something good and don't give up on it. Like there's times where, Oh man, like, I love that. Like I'm even just listen to, like this pod, this podcast group that is more like a podcast family. It's not, it's not mm-hmm. just a group. It's more of, you see somebody there that that's like, Oh, like, they're not going through a good day. You like, and you just, you don't even know them and they just pick each other up. Yep. And it's good to, it's just talking and just holding on to something's good. And then like when you feel ready, it's like if somebody comes out and wants to talk, like it's good to know like, Hey, there's Sean Capri. He will listen. He will talk to you. And like, he will, he will help pick you up and make you better or, and there's not just one person. There can be many people. There could just be right. one action of just saying like, Oh, like good job or sharing something good. And like just getting positive feedback. Mm-hmm. And just even like having this conversation just makes it okay. Because like the thing is 
social media almost makes it seem like we all put our, the best version of ourselves out there. We don't, we don't mm-hmm. ever really put out. I mean, there's some versions of this too, but, but you don't typically go, it always goes back to the toilet for me. Uh, I'm having like real stomach issues today. Like you go, I'm having a, I'm having a great day or I'm excited about this. And you talk about things that, that lift you up. You, you don't typically put out, you know, all the different, like my dog, maybe these are things people do. My dog, I, I'm going to do it right now. My, my dog uh, is having some, some troubles with his bladder. He pissed all over the floor. This is why going back to, um, the, the no carpet. No carpet. Dogs, too many dogs. And he just, he gets a little scared. And there was a storm that was coming last night. And, but I didn't, I don't tweet that out. I talk about how yeah. I'm pumped about, you know, new episodes of We the Gamer Cast or, uh, toilet paper themed Splatfest and things like that. So I gotta do that. It's hard to, like, with that being the exposure, that being the outward facing version of all of us. How do you penetrate that and go, you know what, man, I'm having a real hard day and I'm having like, I want, I need to talk about the And the reality is behind all of that stuff that we all put out there, we all have life. Like life is only getting harder and harder every year. You know, like every, it's like graduating from like elementary to middle school. Like every, it's, it's more challenges, but the experience yeah. builds you up for, uh, to deal with those things. So we all have that. Nobody is impervious to any of that stuff. So that, I mean, we all connect on this show through video games, but the magic is in that discovering through that connection is the other thing that, that is ubiquitous across all of us is that life happens and we all have our stories. We all have things that we deal with. And I think that how we deal with those things is what makes this show interesting, whether it's great things that happen, like getting married and meeting your wife, or if it's really difficult things, like what you just described. We all have versions of that, and it should be okay for us to talk about it. And I'm so glad that you reached out. Um, I don't know if there's any going to you know your first console or best game or anything like that after this i don't i i wanted to talk to you yeah. about about um, video game about well i i wanted to kind of just get more of a you know what i'm gonna do it i was gonna say there's no doing it i'm gonna i, I i'm just gonna have there's no seg no natural segue other than to say because i want to close things out on a and i want to make sure that that people get to know you on a gaming level as well uh not that you yeah. just go around shooting girls in the hallway with nerf guns um, what was your first console, man? <laughs> My first console was we shared the Super NES, and Super Mario World was this game that because we had I had a uh, it's four kids in my family, so two of us could play at a time, and you also had Mario Paint. You had oh Mario Paint, yes Mario Kart, yeah, and just like it's like all this fun these fun games and like you didn't war you didn't mind playing them over and over again and it mm-hmm. was just like thing that i've definitely learned better than my two brothers uh, it's like i can just enjoy watching somebody play it was a, it wasn't a game where you the always original let's plays where you always had you could have four of your all your siblings to play at once it was mm-hmm. okay you either have one playing Mario, one playing Luigi, or you're playing, two of you are taking turns playing Mario Kart. And mm-hmm. it was just learning to watch and learn and just like love the, 
what video games like you can just be sitting there and playing mm-hmm. whereas like there's a lot of games where i was like okay my younger brother he'd be like he wouldn't play a video game unless he he beat it first so i was just like oh i'll be i'll be sitting with you playing and like and then he would just then after he beat it then i was allowed then i was allowed to play but i was like i would be willing to take that because how much i like i love when people enjoy video games Mm -hmm. like i let my younger brother borrow uh when i got my switch uh it was the same time that i met bobby i drove and uh dropped off my wii u at my younger brother's place and so he can play breath of the wild at the same time that i was playing it it. oh man that is awesome and i was just like then like the he would play and then he would like play a little bit and get to work and then the the point where it clicked where how amazing the game was he was like dude you made me love playing video games again oh that's the best oh my god that is awesome i'm just like i like big brother of the year right it's it's just like like when you can get people together to talk about video or even just to play even if it's like okay me and my buddies we just get together play a couple rounds of smash brothers and then we just end up putting the controllers down and just like talking and having a good old time brings you together man it's like oh we had the physical it's that one like okay there's some people that just want to do the physical thing like they it's hard for them going to hang out with people if they're not doing something physically like video games is just the simplest thing you can get four controllers have everybody Mm -hmm. playing on one screen having a blast and it's just yeah, man, it's it's well, universal. Video games, the great escape. I know it's I, one of my favorite things that's happened in this last week. Uh, well, it's, the, my favorite thing is in the last little while. It just happened this last week. Um, my older brother, who lives in Vancouver, which is like fourteen hour drive away, like Canada's a north. Like, there's like nothing yeah. in between. There's like a set of mountains in, that separates us. It's crazy. And he's just been like texting me every so often this week, and he's like Mario Kart Eight, and I'm like, Yeah, man, let's do it. Except the problem is he only has a Wii U. And so, <laughs> so I'm playing Mario Kart 8 with my older brother on the Wii U. Um, but I'm like, let's jump on Skype, man. Like I have, I, I don't call him. We don't really text all that often, but like out of nowhere, here we are playing Mario Kart 8 on our Wii U's and we like fire up some Skype and we just have sweet hangs for an hour. And I'm like, I mean, maybe it has to do with like, maybe this is my comfort zone. Um, but nonetheless, I was saying to him just the other day, like hit me up and like, let's just, Let's just have whatever, if even if it's a half an hour, even if we do just a couple of races, like we don't have to make a big deal out of it. And it's like, it's my favorite thing, man. I just, I just love that. And I realized that we have uh, an extra copy of Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. So he has no plans on getting the Switch. Like he, he's a normal human being. He's not like the rest of us who need everything the first day. Uh, apparently that's normal. Pfft, whatever. So, that? but I realized that, that the next time that I see him, and I think I'll be flying to Vancouver uh, in the next couple of weeks here, I can lend him Breath of the Wild. Like that's that's awesome. And I wouldn't yeah. have, wouldn't even thought of that. And I'm sure, like you just never know what happens when you just connect with people that maybe you haven't connected with in a long time. Just you don't have to make a big deal out of it, and then it becomes so it becomes becomes awesome, dude. This has been amazing. We're getting to that point where we have to close things out. Um, I actually have, it's funny because Chelsea booked a uh, newborn session for a friend of mine just had a baby. So I, I'm going to be meeting a new baby in a couple minutes here. Um, but oh. before we, before we go, tell everybody your, uh, your Twitter handle. I want make, I want to make sure people are able to reach out to you and, and uh, 
give you high fives, give you support, and you guys can interact yeah. with each other. Um, and also, while you're telling us your Twitter handle, what the hell is your Twitter handle? <laughs> uh, it's actually uh, it's so King, King of, the- of the Pirate Pirates, <laughs> but it's a zero instead of an instead of it's a zero instead of a O in the of. Yep, yeah. So super if you're easy. ever looking it up, <laughs> and then uh, it's from uh, One Piece, which is uh, a manga and anime. I'm actually oh, wearing okay. this shirt right there now. There it is. Yes, we can. Oh, I don't have anything on my shirt today. Mine's just a blank, a black shirt right now. But That's um, boring. it's it's like a long, long manga that goes on. It's still going on, and it's something that I found, and then I just like always goes i go back to it i'm actually rereading it from the beginning while there's still new chapters coming out and all that oh, i love it and it's and so is the whole thing is it's become find one piece in the king the king of the pirates and so i was like oh like I, it actually started when uh league of legends league of legends and i was like i need to create a username and i was like i would always do like my name i was like i gotta stop doing my name only losers so, do that at so, sean capri sean like hunter capri like the pants yeah, but you have a good thing. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> it's stupid, man. That's the and thing. Like I said, like, 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 Mike Myers, like, <laughs> like the ice cream, or like the Mike like the Myers? personality test. Mm. Is Myers? I don't know if there's a. I don't know what I'm talking about. Myers Briggs. Um, oh yeah, yeah, man. That's the thing, right? Did you ever? So is it too much to assume that if you're into manga manga that you're into anime as well like do those things cross over that anime directly anime yeah, takes okay long. okay okay the only I'm thing i asked is uh i did all dragon ball on dragon ball z mm-hmm. but then i just started to do uh naruto and then i was like oh this stuff is going on like i, I can't wait for the next chapter and then the next episode and i was like oh they have this dubbed so it's like i'm hearing it in japanese but reading it while it's going on and oh, then I'm like, oh, still, it's still too slow. And then I was like, Oh, they have manga now. And like, Oh yeah, manga was even further. So I was mm-hmm. like, so I was at the furthest point that you can get to. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm just going to stick with reading. Cause you can just pick it up for a while. And like read it while you're going to bed or anything like that. But like watching a manga, there's, uh, there's so many filler, no anime. There's so many fillers. There's just like, wait, that didn't, that's not actually like a real, plot to the main story it's just like a side plot like why am i spending my time watching this because it's like always like the joke was uh dragon ball like seven episodes later then they finish the fight yep just yeah, like, it's powering up the whole time let me just spend half the yeah. season gathering the spirit bomb uh that would be i was gonna say because um i know over on okay beast they've got a great anime show called a plus anime and they kind of like pick out new shows and they they rate it like a like a school grade and it's awesome for whether you're totally into anime or if you're uh, if you're if you're just kind of like casually into it more like like because I know Dragon Ball I know Naruto and I, like a couple of these other things you know that that the things that pop up right at the top of Crunchyroll um, but they kind of go a little deeper and they they make recommendations on that kind of stuff but anyways um, King of the Pirates with a zero thank you so much man this was I'm so glad that it finally finally worked out thank you for your time and openness yeah. this was just. This was a lovely chat, Brendan. Yes. All right, I have one question for you. Okay, man. Why no Netflix and chill? I love oh, that show. Oh, I know, I know. I need, you know what? It'll come back when I'm 40 and I'm having like a, a real problem. Uh, when, I, I want to bring it back. 
can you can watch movies all the time and not have to go into your video game time. That's right, dude. When I retire, it's gonna be podcasting all the time. Are you kidding me? Like, I'll, I'll have the microphone built into my hearing aid. It'll be amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's retirement life for me, dude. I'm telling. Even if I won the lottery, like I would just, I'd be doing this all the time. It would be incredible. Uh, but yes, one day, one day we got to figure out a way. Cause I, I miss Gary. I, I barely talked to him and that was kind of just a nice excuse to talk to Gary, but love, I love that show. It was just too much, man. This new movie every week a and a, new, that's going to the theater and then watching an old one or remembering and taking notes down and about like the different parts of the movie is just like, I was like, this is a lot of work. I, he put more work into this than I actually did like schoolwork. Dude, it was, it was a good and, seven to eight hours a week. Like it's, and we did that for almost a year. So, but anyway, yeah, yeah, man, it was awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Brendan. This has been amazing. Thank you. That's it. Lincoln. Lincoln is here. Lincoln's back in between. The intro, and now Lincoln has shown up. He's on the video. He's a little rounded head little baby. Thank you so much to Lincoln for being here. Thank you to Brendan. Goodness, man. What a what a show that we are creating and that you guys are listening to. Thank you so much for being here week after week and for being here on the bonus episode as well over the weekend with Jules Watchem. I didn't really mention that, I guess. Uh, I just figured you, made a, you might have known. Jules Watchem, of course, a Tui chicken wiggle more mutant muds coming we talked all about it over the weekend if you guys missed it be sure to check it out uh it's in the same feed hopefully that's okay let me guys let me know you guys if that's um i don't think i i want to create another feed but i hope that's okay uh i don't want it to be too overwhelming you know what i mean so so yeah thank you to thank you to brendan thank you thank you to everybody i'm just thank you also i should do this when i'm more sleep deprived i think (laughs) It's probably more comprehensive because I'm a little slower. Right? right now, I'm way there's way too much energy happening, Lincoln. Too much. He's like, what? What do you? What's too much energy? Look at look at that little guy. Follow me on Twitter, Sean Capri, Sean Lee Connor Capri, like the pants. Subscribe on YouTube.com/slash We the Nerdy. Uh, share, leave a comment, give a little thumbs up. I really appreciate it. Remember, I'm on If We Ran Nintendo with Bobby Pauls. It's on Monday nights. YouTube.com/slash Nintendo Guru. Nintendo Guru, Lincoln's grabbing the microphone here. I'm on the Xbox Drive. Uh, my goodness, how many podcasts here? Xbox Drive. I drive on my way to work to talk about Xbox with my friend Dave Moore of uh, Day Space at Day Space, the Day Space Network. Hooray! Hooray, hooray. You guys know that because of your support on patreon.com slash make is better, we're doing recurring guests, we're creating new. producer levels we're doing a whole bunch of stuff bobby just announced some things i think it sounds like he's gonna do nintendo talk live this was like literally five seconds before i recorded this so things are happening all the time we're barely keeping up with you guys support i really appreciate it i know bobby and toby really appreciate it as well i'm a writer on wethenerdy.com so check out my stuff there i had my most recent thing was my forza review and it was really good. Here's the other thing that I can't put in that review, and I'll talk about this on the Xbox Drive, is um, it's excellent. Very, very good. But if you have both, or if, you have, if you've if you never played a Forza game before, maybe check out 6 first. You can get it for way cheaper. It still stands up. I want to do some, some video comparisons. I think I said that uh, at the end of the show with Jules. So look forward to that on YouTube.com slash Thank you to our artists, Gary Green, Adam Leonard, our video designer, 
Antonio Guillen. Link is trying to jump in on this as well. Remember, this is powered by the Dayspace network of podcasts where you can find the Nintendo Nostalgia, Topic Nintendo, Warp Whistle Podcast, all of Bobby's stuff, a bunch of other stuff. It's all happening. Otherwise, this is episode 108 of We The Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears and your eyeballs. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week with Lincoln. You're not going anywhere. Uh, I hope you're there too. Otherwise, it's time for Jason. Jason, Jason, Jason. Do you want to say Jason? It's time for you to say Jason. Say it. I think he's just eating the microphone now or falling asleep on it. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!